Hello, our lovely Girl Awakening listeners. Welcome to 2023. I'm Jo Hendy from the Sacred Sister Project. I'm Amanda Parker of Mayala Organics. Come with us as we journey into this week's Awakening episode. I talk to a spirit. She comes in my dreams. Hello, Amanda. Bonjour. <laughs> And I was going to say happy Wednesday, but hey, it's not Wednesday. It's thrilling Thursday. It's thrilling Thursday, and yeah. we've got another beautiful guest this week. Mm. Hence, why we're here Thursday instead of Wednesday, because we've just got so many amazing women doing amazing things yes. that we just want to get them all in here to share their story, scoop them all out, yeah. hold them close, yeah. and share them all with you. Yeah, mm. so true, so true. It's the most beautiful feeling to be able to um, sit together. Ride, ride the, um, ride the train, ride the space. Well, it's kind of an energy that's just building and building, and it's feeding itself because of you, listeners, as well. What mm. you're bringing to this space, yeah. as well. So thank you. Yeah, mm. thank you, thank you, beautiful listeners. So today we have a beautiful guest, Brooke Muka. Um, Brooke is a breathwork facilitator, a Reiki master, and a meditation guide, and she also is collaborating collaborating with other healing facilitate facilitators just <laughs> want to get my voice right first um yeah in the retreat space so mm. welcome brooke thank you so much for coming and joining us this thank morning. you so much for having me yeah. so excited to be here yeah and yeah this space is so beautiful yeah. so beautiful yeah we yeah. love it too oh you're yeah. feeling it with a gorgeous energy i just yeah you know, you just mm, feel light. you coming towards us oh beautiful. Yeah. Yeah. can't wait to find out all about you <laughs> <laughs> would you like to ask the first question this oh morning? Yeah. well we, yes we've kind of decided that we're going to dive in and go asking you Brooke what was your life like before your awakening mm. beautiful mm. so my life was very different to what it is now <laughs> and my first I would say my biggest awakening and my first biggest awakening was when I got clean and sober back in 2013. Oh, amazing. Yeah, so life before that was extremely painful. Mm. Yeah. And I think that the biggest thing for me was all the masks. Mm. Yeah. So the biggest unveiling for me would be not just the masks that you physically wear, but the masks and the the layers around the heart, Mm. especially now that I'm into all of the stuff that I do now. But initially was going into the rooms of AA. Yeah. yeah wow. So that was um I can even feel my heart, yeah. you know, start beating really fast just for anyone out there that is in that yeah. um same space that I was because mm. it's a scary space and it's a space where you feel, you know, so alone mm. and you feel like mm. you can't see the light. Mm. There's that tiny little dim light mm. which is what keeps you going, mm. but there's moments where the darkness feels like it's it's too much yeah it's got a hold of you it's got a hold mm. of you and it definitely had a hold of me and it had definitely taken over my life wow so yeah wow. so when you talk about um so were you an alcoholic or yeah. yes yeah. and daily daily that, drinker i was gonna say daily yeah. drinker, daily drinker yeah. yeah do you like what was what where did that come from like where how did that you come about that and how old were you when all this started yeah absolutely and this is quite an unveiling for me this podcast yes. because i feel like i've been standing back a little bit oh, you know obviously yeah. not you know sometimes i say to people i'm a bit like switzerland in the family and <laughs> other situations because <laughs> yeah. you try and not um, keep the peace but there's that little people pleaser in all of us absolutely and that's played out a big part in my journey yeah and now it's sort of time to what is it 
that I can actually oh. express that yeah. is going to help humanity. Yeah. Yes. And that is that is my purpose. Yeah. And that is the purpose and the intention of today for me. Oh my God, so, that's so beautiful. Thank you. Yeah. Oh, yeah, Golly gosh. Yes. So you've really yeah. switched from pleasing the family oh. to serving the yeah. humanity yeah. which is which is mm. which is what the, that's the thread that's coming mm-hmm. through now it's like absolutely oh, how are you of service yeah and your essence and part of that is the journey yes mm. absolutely yeah. and i think when it's always put in the right place and it comes from the heart yep. you can't go wrong mm. if you're speaking your truth and you're speaking with love mm. and i'm not trying to obviously say anything bad about anyone and everyone in my journey I believe up until this point, I have done my best at making peace with that person yeah. mm. and the situation that was presented at the time. Yeah. Obviously, our childhood has so much to do with our programming. Absolutely. Mm. And you can't deny that. Yeah. At some point, that's going to come out yes. in your journey, right? Yes. You're going to yeah. be revealing like zero to seven. We're like sponges, yes. as we know, and we take on everything. So obviously, there was behaviors that were presented to me as a child yes. where there was alcohol, violence, all of the things. Yeah. Mm. And that played a big part in my journey because I chose to go down that path and it is a choice and that's why anyone listening that is in that spot Mm -hmm. at the moment you are Mm -hmm. choosing where you are and I know that's a hard truth Mm -hmm. but that truth was also presented to me and it was also one of the game changers for me because when something like actually smacks you in the face that's when we make the change so I went to AA three times mm-hmm. and I didn't get it until the third time yeah beautiful and oh, yeah. the first time I, I think I really did go just to not get everyone nodding their head yes. going oh she's doing the right thing yeah. you know yeah. what I mean she's again the people pleaser mm-hmm. and I knew in my soul it wasn't for me like I was like I'm just gonna go to mm-hmm. please everyone mm-hmm. yeah the second time um I still feel it was a lot like that but the second time I actually heard something in the rooms of AA which was like a permission slip for me and I do share this with my clients it's like you're going to hear what you want to hear. Even today, listening to this podcast, you'll mm. hear the parts that you want to hear. Yes. And a guy shared that he had drank the night before, but he was there today. Yep. And I was like, brilliant. You can actually drink and come back. <laughs> like, I was just like, yeah. And that almost like yeah. turns you off the hook. It was it? almost like, oh, what a relief. Yeah. Like, yeah. And I can still do what I want to do. I can do. still do what I want to do. And so with that, yeah, yeah. And with that, I actually rang my mom and my sister and they were like got me on the phone together and they're like how did you go Han is it different this time like we, you know we're supporting you and yeah. obviously they're cheering me on yes I was like you know what they're great people they've actually suggested and this is like delusional mind yes they've suggested that I just don't drink Monday to Friday but I can drink on the weekends and they're like what we're just looking at each other going she's actually <laughs> lost the plot like so she's again I was so delusional that? <laughs> that I had lied to myself and made up this belief yeah. that this is what they told me when they hadn't told no one had told me that yes. I told myself yes. that and I'd relay that to the family because I still wanted to drink yes and I still wanted to be in that addiction yeah yeah what and, was every, it? and every cell in your body wants it oh, yes. it does it's it, your mind and your physical body yeah, yeah. you're you're literally your one part of you is like don't drive into the bottle oh yeah. this is not what you want to do tonight mm. and then there's just something that takes over it yeah. is, I, I even used to think the steering wheel is just going to steer into that bottle shop yeah. and I'm just going to go down that track again yeah. mm. like mm. and it was like you just had no control over it yeah it's, it's like it's a craving real. and there's something inside of you that goes 
it's okay, just this, this next time. One more time. One yeah. more time. Yeah, it's yeah. like the breakup with someone and you keep going back yes, for that one more time. I was thinking that too. It's like, yeah. you yeah. know, it can be alcoholism, it can be smoking, it can be relationship, it can be so, there's so many blueprints yeah. to that, that scenario. Cake, sugar, <laughs> yeah. nuggets, you know. Yeah, well, my first mm-hmm. thing was food. I used to be over 100 kilos. Oh. So that was in my 20s, I lost my weight. Yeah. Wow. So that was my first addiction. And yeah. again, it was self-soothing. Yeah. It was, you yeah. know, it was trying to fill that hole within this, like the, the hole in the soul. You yeah. know, you're trying like to fill it. I like what you said it. before, the mask. Did you say the mask? The mask, yeah. 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 There's so many masks that we wear. Yeah. And we get very clever. Mm. Like some of the people that I've met on my journey, they're some of the most intelligent people you'll ever mm. meet. Mm-hmm. And that's why they hid it for so long. Yeah. And that's why they were so, you know, so to speak, good at it. Yeah. Because, um, and that was another thing that I remember hearing in AA and, they said that I was a highly functioning alcoholic. Yeah, I got home. <laughs> I got home and rang mum. I said, "You're not going to believe what I am." <laughs> like it was a really good thing. Like it was a really good thing, and I was so angry. Yeah. I was just like, "Wow!" Like I've been classified as this highly functioning alcoholic, yeah. and not what you think about when you're a kid. Oh, I want to grow up and be that. Yeah. yeah. Um. So yeah, that was. And also, but what about my feelings? I yeah. don't feel. I've, you know, like I'm functioning, I'm doing this and that, but you know, does that yeah. mean you're not like taking care of me in this situation? What about all these other things that are feeling neglected? There's that little girl in the background, yeah, wow. calling out all of that stuff as Absolutely. well. Absolutely, mm. yeah. Mm. And I think that with any drugs, alcohol, sex, food, relationships, it's just keep you keep suppressing. Yeah. You just keep suppressing those emotions mm. and pushing them down harder and harder mm. until somehow they just come up. In whatever situation it might be, through a breakup, through you know, like any sort of situation that everyone has, like as you ladies know, interviewing people, yeah. different awakenings yeah. and different journeys. With well, the it. body seems to be a big one. Yeah. The body breaks down eventually. If it we, does. You know, if we don't, if we're not listening to what we talked about before, the taps and then the wax and yeah, all of that, then mm. <clears throat> pretty signs, soon the body will signs. say, "Okay, I've given you a few signs. Mm-hmm. Um, now I'm going to stop you." Yeah, and absolutely. so the body will do something to give way, you know. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. And then um, to touch on the third time and my biggest awakening, which is a big part of my journey that I haven't really expressed to anyone other than you know close, yeah. close people, and that would be that I felt like in the moment that I was I was basically on my knees, mm-hmm. and I was like mm. I've become everything I didn't want mm. to be. Yeah. And in that moment, that was the time that it yeah. was like, okay, now it's time to surrender and hand this over wow. because it was like, mm. I got nowhere to go. Yeah. 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 How powerful of you to even be able to have like grasped inside of you that that was happening. Yeah. You know, like some people would not even understand that, okay, this is it. Yeah. They would, it would be just like, oh shit, I've arrived to where I always thought I was going to go kind of thing. Yeah. This is it. But for yeah. you to even have that awareness mm. that, oh, shit, I've got nowhere else to go now. I've hit rock bottom. Yeah. yeah. Well, I guess that's the point, though, that mm. some people make different decisions, yes. though, isn't it? Like yeah. you, you made a decision that was in your highest interest, mm. yeah. that part of you that was there to come back. Yeah. yeah. Whereas other people might not have let that part in. No. Perhaps. Wasn't loud but I think that, like, when you go along a really dark path, mm. I had a lot. Yeah. of rock bottoms yeah. that I just didn't that I did ignore 
Like, mm-hmm. yeah, I, I basically tried to take my life twice mm-hmm. and that was in my 30s. Yeah. And, you know, I can't even imagine how hard that was on my family, mm-hmm. them having to make a call from Victoria mm-hmm. to say, hey, we yeah. think she's, you know, done. And the amount of guilt and shame you hold in your body yeah. from mm-hmm. that, yeah. from those moments that you had all these, like, I guess, rock bottoms mm-hmm. and you did nothing. Yeah. Um, I think in that moment when I was on my knees, when I was like, I've become, it was like all the moments came in yeah. and it was like, this is it, Brooke. Like you've yeah. got nowhere to go. Like mm. there's, you've tried everything. Let's try the one thing that we haven't actually completely given and surrendered to. Yeah. So, yes. yeah. yeah. Wow. And how incredible is the soul in that moment to, mm. and your heart just to crack open that enough to go yeah okay mm. yeah <laughs> i love myself enough just to go that shot yeah that one shot a shot yeah you know? and knowing how hard it was going to be mm. um and i guess you know like there's so much embarrassment that you hold in your body as well like mm. again the shame and the guilt mm. of like it's my third crack at it you know like yeah but no one even sees it like that. Yeah. No one else saw it like that. I saw it like that. Yeah. But everyone else was like, we are just praying for you. Like yeah. every day we're praying for you that you'll get this. Yeah. Like, so I think that's another thing to, if someone's out there that you think that I've tried this or I've mm. tried that and now I'm going to feel like a bigger failure. Yeah. Believe me, I understand that. Mm. But that's the, the only person viewing it that way I can guarantee you is you. Yeah. Everyone else that sees somebody try and help themselves, they just lean in yeah. and they will literally, if someone puts a hand up and says, I need some help, people go, how can we help? Yeah. You know? It's that negative mind, that that virus mind. Is that what? Um, yeah, my, yes. yeah, that was a beautiful The word. virus mm-hmm. mind that yeah. comes in that wants to take over and tell you all the things you're doing wrong and, you know, give up, you know. Yeah. Just, you know, end it, blah, 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 blah. And it's yeah. like, you know, it's your own thoughts that yeah. will drag you down into the deep. Absolutely. And one thing I talk about, because obviously I'm a, I've had sales background all my life as well. Sales actually saves lives. And the reason I say this is because in those moments, one of the skills that you taught as a sales consultant is to overcome every objection. Uh, yes. And I always, I always say this to people: like, just think of your negative mind, yeah. negative Nelly, or whatever yes. you want to name it. Out, you know, the virus mind, whatever it is that every objection your mind gives you, give it an opposite. Yes, you know, and Absolutely. also thank it for that thought that yeah. comes in and asking it to lovingly leave. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. Thank you so Powerful. much for being there, and I ask it now, lovingly yeah. leave. You yeah. know. You're not giving me any joy. Yeah, you're not, you're not bringing the vibes. Yeah. <laughs> you can go now. You can kindly go now. Yeah. So oh, that's amazing. Yeah. So how old were you went to AA the third time? So it would have been, it was Christmas Day, 2013. Oh, so wow. Yeah, okay. yeah. Oh. So Christmas Eve, I'm on the phone going... <laughs> Is there any meetings on tomorrow? Yeah, yeah, <laughs> of course. And of course there was. Yeah. yeah, and I remember a guy that I sat next to. He was an older member. I, I believe he has actually passed now. And he also was my permission slip to cry. Oh. And he held my hand and he was just like, it's it's tough, okay. isn't it? And he'd obviously, I think he'd remembered me from coming back a few times as well. Yeah. And just that permission slip though, he said, it's okay to cry. Yeah. And I was just uh-huh. like an absolute mess. Yeah. I was just like, you know, the floodgates had opened. Wow. Yeah. He held you. So powerful. Yeah, he held my hand and I was just like, mm. wow. Like, mm. yeah, he was beautiful. Some people are just angels in, mm. in, yeah. the, in the moment, aren't they, when they're just there at that time? Yeah. 
Absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So beautiful. Mm. So beautiful that you just took that moment to yeah. reach in and spend the day with people in that space as opposed yeah. to at home alone. Yeah. Yeah, you know, further encapsulated in like you're saying those those deep feelings. And mm. Yeah. So you've had the breakthrough, the breakdown and then the breakthrough. Mm-hmm. Um what happened after that? Like, what was some of the things that were happening around you? Did you notice a shift in your thoughts? Or... Oh, massive. Yeah. Yeah. So tell us about that. I think the biggest thing for me, though, was, <clears throat> excuse me, because like nearly 10 years ago, you just still didn't tell everyone. Yeah. Mm. So a lot of people thought I was going for coffee with girlfriends down yeah. at Burley. Yeah. And actual fact, I'm going for meetings every morning. Yeah. So the biggest thing for me was I actually did a challenge at Essence of Living. Oh. Body Buddhaful Challenge. Yes, yes, yes. So at nights I was going to yoga and in the mornings I was going to meetings because I knew that I actually was aware enough to know that I didn't have the strength to not be occupied yeah. in those moments. So yeah. the mornings were the meetings and the nights were yoga. Which Fantastic. is probably perfect because I I would mm. I, I don't know, but were you drinking more at night? Yes. So, you were so I didn't know what space. people did at nights. Yes, I was like, yeah. what do people do with their nights? Yeah. Like, yeah. What so do you do? smart in itself to be able to fill that space with something that's going to support you in a different way. And set up yeah. the, the day yeah. with the morning meetings. Mm. Yeah. And the relationship I was in at the time, um, he had two boys that we um, cared for full time. Yeah. So that was obviously a massive part of my awakening as well. Yeah. It was obviously, like I said, in that moment, I guess I had become everything I didn't want to be. Mm-hmm. Um, so having them as well was... A massive thing too yes. so I guess yeah because their biological mother wasn't in their life and yep. she had also gone down the drug and alcohol path okay so showing them I also believe that that was why I was in those boys lives oh yeah wow. which was like massive yeah so there was we were together three years yeah and I think it was about 12, just over 12 months that I was off track and yep. then nearly the two years that I was on track while yeah. I was in that relationship yeah um and again you know everything mm. happens in divine time mm. and all the rest of it and at the time I couldn't see it I was just like couldn't see the forest for the trees mm. I was in so much pain when all of that had to come to an end yeah. um, but I also believe that I was a gift to those boys to show them that it is possible absolutely yeah yeah there's no coincidences is it? it's um, all no. divine yeah yeah wow so you're now um, you're doing the yoga at night the sessions in the morning yeah you're starting to notice have you, are you know is there anything happening around you like oh colors like everything ah. was brighter yeah, yeah i remember driving over the sundale bridge yeah. and noticing something i'd never noticed before and ah. i was like telling one of them, i was like i can't believe that bit and they're like that building's been there a while yeah. <laughs> and i'm like wild? well in my mind yeah. it has just arrived yeah. <laughs> yeah so everything was shifting and yeah. changing yeah. and yeah just the connection to myself was like i was having all of these emotions that i'd never felt before um yeah and obviously going to the meetings and then i started to run the meetings and be up the front as well which was you know great and yeah and then i guess after a few years of doing aa that was when obviously the next sort of awakening part came for me and we were talking downstairs about hot yoga Mm -hmm. 
and I found that mm-hmm. I did sort of feel like I was going over a lot yeah. in AA and you know you're going back over a lot of the same stories mm-hmm. and it was sort of not shifting the energy as such it's a bit like an evolving um an evolvement in itself isn't yeah. it where you get it's to really a stage where you're capped and you need yeah. to move on to what's next for yeah you. yeah mm-hmm. and, and hot yoga was presented and wow. that was my journey next sort of thing and um, I still kept in touch with, you know, like yes. the thing is, the thing is about any part of your healing, it doesn't have to be, I don't believe it has to be in the rooms of AA mm-hmm. and I don't believe it has to be in a breathwork session necessarily. Yep. It could be going to a day spa or having a coffee with a girlfriend. That's part mm-hmm. of your healing journey Absolutely. or getting a massage or whatever it might be. There's also a lightness to it as well. Yeah. We don't have to always be deep diving and why are you feeling this and why are you feeling that? It's like yeah. sometimes being in nature with your shoes off and yes. you know grounding yeah. that's healing yeah the uplifting Absolutely. moments the, the recalibrating moments yeah yeah, yeah. like how you've mm. made this place like feel mm. like it's it's that energy isn't yeah. it just being in a beautiful energy can be healing absolutely mm. and yeah. activating activating yeah, that. something else and, yeah. uh, an awakening in itself yeah, yeah. people's space is it like you know, mm. people positive people who are um, a, um, a positive addition to your life mm-hmm. you know that frequency that they bring that you yeah c- when you connect and that's yeah that's what you're saying like coffee with a friend or yeah. walk with a friend yeah, yeah. Mm. and someone that just you know deeply cares for you to mm. have that conversation from your heart yeah. rather than from your head yeah you know is a beautiful interaction with somebody because mm. it's like you know there's no judgment they yeah. absolutely adore you no matter what comes out your mouth they'll yeah. have full acceptance yeah. <laughs> yes. you know it's like you know it's that so support yeah. yeah so i can imagine uh, I, I know that i've experienced hot yoga as well yeah <laughs> i was a little obsessed myself yeah. i can imagine this would have been a massive detox for your body oh <laughs> huge yeah. so it was the two things for me was the detox and the second thing was the the mirror yes yes the seeing myself and seeing this new version of myself and then obviously and then I'd actually come out of that uh, we were engaged in the end and then I'd broken that off because I felt that was the right thing to do Um, and yeah he actually wanted me to go back drinking so that was a massive part of my journey that still yeah it was it took a lot of processing for that because he in a nutshell, was was more in love with the old version of me yeah. than what the yeah. new version, because the new version was so so different. Yeah, yeah, yeah so yeah. different. Which is okay in itself, isn't it? It's yeah. like that wasn't that was yeah. maybe part of the journey you had to be with him to be able to face. Yep, and, and also come through that. I think as well, like it was almost like a reiteration of like. Mm is this the life you've chosen now Brooke yes. like, because you've just been presented with an kiss. opportunity <laughs> if you do want to actually go back down the same yeah. path yeah. you know with him yeah. and it was like hell no it yes. was a definite hell no wow. like that was like a, it's a big test absolute it? no yeah yeah so that's then, when you know you've really turned a corner isn't it when you can stand in and make that choice yeah and I think so part powerful. of me would have been Not still nice. a little bit fearful when I first moved out by myself I was like oh wow this is like a whole new mm. me mm. and um and then I got into the hot yoga yeah. and I guess that not that it um it was sort of my permission slip for me to really feel into different parts of myself that I'd never felt before I'd never seen myself in the mirror like that before um yeah and just like you said detox my body as Mm. well like just 
Yeah. Because wow. everything gets activated in hot yoga, but in a mm-hmm. deeply replenishing mm. way, like your yeah. thyroid, everything 100%. You know, is um, engaged. It's not just your physical body. Everything yeah. is happening in that space. And I remember mm. doing... Um, I remember doing camel mm-hmm. and crying, yeah. like and just having tears like roll down my face, and no one asked me any questions, yeah. and I loved that. Yeah, because I'd had so many people. I felt like that first two to three years was just like so many people asking how you are. Like it was just mm-hmm. like wanting to and the talk therapy, like yeah. the, so much talking. Yeah, and the hot yoga was that permission slip to just be. Yeah, and not and it was silent. Yeah, you didn't have to talk for the whole ninety minutes. Yeah, so I loved that. Yeah, I was like, this is perfect for me. You just had your own yourself to reflect, literally yeah. reflect on and work through. Yeah, being your body, just be in your yeah. body, being your body, quite a special place to be when mm. you've tried to be out of your body and out of your mind. Mind, yeah, mm. yeah. yeah. So to just reconnect and love what that brings is yeah. pretty fabulous and then um one of the quotes i remember seeing with hot yoga was like you have to lose your mind to find your soul yeah. <laughs> and i was like oh shit yeah i've lost my mind quite a few times and yeah i'm here to find my soul <laughs> oh, I love that. yeah wow. yeah so and i mean aa like was a place that like it saved my life yeah. so i would never ever you know not be so grateful for that and i would say to anyone that if mm. you're struggling to go there yeah because it is community it is the 12-step program works yeah a hundred percent works but like anything for me being a sagittarius as well i like variety yeah. i needed to change and i think that your your healing journey it evolves as it evolves absolutely and, and it wasn't one like stage isn't it yeah one part of it yeah 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 so how because a friend of um my husband's he um came he contacted her they went to school together when they were teenagers and he hadn't seen him for probably 20 25 years and then all of a sudden this friend rings up and says hey I'm coming for a visit you know oh okay awesome great comes and spends the day brings his family you know all this yeah. kind of thing and they talk about all sorts of things and this and that a beautiful reconnection and then he goes and you know we're going to catch up again this and that and i when he left i said i reckon he's had some hard times and I, I reckon he's doing the 12 steps mm. and I don't know why I thought that but I just enjoyed it like, yeah, he was like no I don't, why would you think that and then, and then a couple of weeks later he rang up and said oh you know how Eddie it was really great catching up and I just wanted to share with you it's a part of the 12 mm. steps program I'm doing and make oh, it meant to me to mm. be in that space and not have you judge me or ask me this or that or uh, it was just really quite amazing to see um the joy it brought everybody the liberation mm. and just that you know the freedom of moving forward in life mm. and still being loved as you s- said just previously by people who have been a part of your life yeah you know and being able to reconnect to the wholesomeness of that mm. Mm. yeah so that bringing that uh, that's part of my um long way around to asking you how was that process for you with that part of the 12 steps like making amends yeah sort of making amends and mm, reaching out mm. i believe it's something i still do now like just recently i've had to lean into some conversations and they all are around they've all been around men (laughs) (laughs) which has been interesting but just Mm -hmm. if there's that little part of you this is what i always say to people there's that little intuition that little part of you that is like 
let's say something happened with you and I, Mm -hmm. Amanda and I went to Joe and spoke to Joe about it then I went to my other friend and spoke to her about it then I went to five other people and spoke to them about it am I actually like resolving that and I'm not Mm -hmm. I need to speak to Amanda about it because it's happened between the energy exchange and it's still an energy exchange whether it was good bad or indifferent the energy exchange has been between you and I Mm -hmm. so to close the loop I have to come and actually speak to you. Mm. Now, obviously, you know, you can't always do that with everyone. I know that there was some people I had to make amends with that I had to do it on paper. Yeah. And that was also powerful. Mm. And sometimes we do have to, you know, maybe do it on paper and then burn it and yeah. let Mother Earth take that energy. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and that's, that's part of your healing process. Mm. But if you can reach out and lean into people that, um, I think these days it's so different. Mm. It's not like it was 10 years ago. No. 10 years ago, I still had to hide I was in AA. Yeah. Whereas I feel like that's why my journey's taken me a little bit longer to sort of voice a lot of stuff as well mm. is because a lot of it was um, really suppressed. suppressed. Yeah. Mm. yeah. Yeah. So I think that if someone's doing the 12-step program and whether it be that they're making amends or they're just on their knees and they're handing it over to a higher power mm. and they know that they've actually lost control and this thing's got a hold of them, whatever stage they're at, mm. just know that every part of it is perfect mm. and like we said, perfectly messy yeah. and it is happening for you. It's yeah. not working <laughs> against you. It is happening for you mm. and you'll look back and you'll think, I'm one week sober. I'm one I'm one month sober I'm 12 months sober and yeah. next minute you know one day turns into one year yeah. and wow yeah that's incredible um, oh, and it's, it's yeah it's so it's just mm. so beautiful to sit with you and listen to it because mm. you know I haven't experienced that yeah so it's nice to hear you talk about it like that like it's um every all of that happened for you yeah you know not to you it was all happening for you to be sitting here right now and sharing and then have clients that you actually now support Mm -hmm. because you can because you've had that experience yeah and I think that's what we're all kind of learning Mm. now in this time is that whatever we've walked through to Mm. get to where we are now is Mm. part of what we're here to learn absolutely yeah and be able to share that with with other women or other men Mm. to support them on their journey yeah so do you feel as a um, winding back a little bit like as a child as a young girl like when you said about being the people pleaser mm-hmm. um, that you were highly sensitive highly empathic and absolutely have these gifts so. yeah mm. and I think I personally as a little girl used humor so I was the class clown and I was the funny one and mm-hmm. I always thought I was an extrovert until I found out that the way I actually fill up, and this is um, something that might help some viewers as well, is that the way in which you fill your cup is actually how how you show up as an introvert or an extrovert. Mm-hmm. So for me, the way in which I fill up is actually spending time on my own in nature. Yeah. So I'm actually an introvert yeah. mm-hmm. because I can be an extrovert and I can be very loud and mm-hmm. I can be very playful and fun and all of the rest of it. But the way in which I don't fill up on other people's energy, I yeah. fill up on my own. Yeah. <clears throat> so I think that's. So your healing is going mm. into nature. Yes, yeah. absolutely. Yeah, <coughs> and like today, I had to wear shoes. I was like, oh well, I've got to actually put shoes on because I work from home. It's like yeah. I never have shoes on. Oh, you don't need beautiful. to. You don't <laughs> ever wear <laughs> shoes. I was like, I'm gonna find a pair of shoes to wear today. Um, I love the time we take yours that's off. That's so beautiful. That's really oh, lovely. Yeah. 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 But, it's um that's a really powerful thing to it acknowledge is. isn't it how to 
because we talk about how you fill your cup like you know you've got to fill your cup so you can do what yeah. you do you've got energy to do things but to actually consider how you're filling your cup whether it's serving you or not is also another thing yeah. because you can do all the things yeah. but if it's not actually what is filling you up mm-hmm. yeah yeah miss, you know you're kind of still spiraling down and down a, yeah and then you're serving from an empty cup and mm. i know ne- like obviously as a child mm. um i think most children are taught the to be the people pleaser yeah. you know there's that little people pleaser in all of us mm-hmm. and well do the right thing you do the right, do thing. the right thing well mine was do the wrong thing yeah. so if i was naughty um and i didn't understand this until obviously i started studying it years ago mm-hmm. is that like my naughty behavior still got me attention right right and attention still attention yes so even when i was acting out yeah. or being the class clown or telling little Johnny jokes or whatever it was. People were loving it. People were loving yeah. it because, and it was still attention for me, Yes, you know, so. Yeah. But even when they weren't loving it, it was still attention. Yeah. yeah. Like they're focused on you. Yeah. yeah. So interesting. Yeah. yeah. So what now, you, 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 you're coming out, you're like, it's like the flowers, you know, the bud is blossoming mm. kind yeah. of thing and you're noticing things. What, what, are you noticing things around you changing and how, what, you know, happening like ah oh, friendship shifting. groups yeah massive like yeah. every time we up level um friendship and family changes the yeah. dynamics change in every way yeah in every way shape and form especially because um and i will speak into this as well is that if there's somebody that feels like they're always holding you and supporting you and you've mm-hmm. sort of leaned on them a lot Mm -hmm. and then you start being a little bit more empowered yeah so to speak like and you don't necessarily need that person they're going to feel that it can rustle yeah yeah Yeah. big time yeah 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 Yeah. in anyone's healing journey no matter what you're going through well it's like you're changing so you're um moving and shifting and changing and becoming this better version of you which then you know it well, they look at you and go, well, where is mine? What, what can I do to yeah. help or support now? Because you're now, it's almost like some people actually don't want you to change because they, they, they're fulfilling their, their own needs with supporting you when Absolutely. you're low. So it actually can bring out their stuff. You know, it's a funny one. I'm it does, it brings saying. up their stuff yeah. as well. Yeah. So you're sort of like, not to, not to say, but you're elevating in yep. some way. Yes. You're elevating in some way. Yeah. And they're staying here yeah. and they sort of want you to stay there yes. with them. They, not, they want that person below them, what yes. they consider to be it below them. Them. So they yeah. feel that they're elevated. Yeah. And I think, sadly, that's a very mm-hmm. common mm. dynamic between people where people like to feel that they have some people around them that are in a bit of pain and misery because then it makes them feel better about their own pain and misery but also that they're a better person yeah you know you know i'm doing okay they're they're the ones in the corner and and that's a very you know that's a very big thing in society that we need to help ease well the tall poppy thing too in australia yes it's it's massive massive. yeah Yeah. and it's the same when someone's sick you know it's like there's this game that gets mm. played out mm. yeah. and we don't want people to get better you know mm. it's, it's horrible to say but there's some there's some energy it's like an energy that exists yeah that doesn't want people to thrive be powerful. yeah be yeah. powerful be their most powerful self yeah and yeah. then also there's that thing well if they are doing better well then i'm should i be trying to do better or oh, i don't know <laughs> yeah and also too if somebody has like their core wound is abandonment yeah. that is going to be reflected back to them from that friend leaving them yeah you know it's yes. like oh now that's another person that gives them evidence of that's another person's left me now yeah so it's like then they start to feel that unworthiness yes. 
of that abandonment wound has come up and it's so raw yeah. and real mm. and they may have suppressed mm. quite a bit because even caring for people or being that person of support mm. has sort of somewhat covered that abandonment wound up until now and now this person's left it's like oh no now I've got to look at that yes. like it's That's reflecting so that back to them too you know absolutely yeah a lot of times in relationships it's why like I didn't realize with obviously all my relationships were all trauma bonds a hundred percent like and obviously they were all in addiction and they were uh I guess I didn't see it at the time but then obviously when I did my studies and stuff it was like I always went for people that were either someone I thought I could save or someone that had probably bigger problems than me so the focus was taken off me yeah Yeah. you know like so then they look like the problem yeah Yeah. you know exactly what we were just talking about hey it's like that same thing but just another level yeah yeah did that yeah. ever put you in, in danger? Oh, yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, massively. Yeah. Mm. yeah, yeah. So that was in pretty much every relationship. Mm. Yeah. yeah, yeah. It's a big one, isn't it? How it's we can put ourselves in a place where we're not safe. Yeah. But we don't care because all, we're we're not, just, if, yeah. there's, if there's alcohol or drugs or anything involved, fine. we don't think about the safety factor. It's whether no. I'm going to get what I need in this moment. And it's so unsafe for a woman. Yeah. like even more unsafe for a woman and then also to the person that you become like I said the person that I had become mm. I was just disgusted in the person I'd become mm. like I was like how can this even be mm. a version of me I never thought was possible like I never thought mm. that I would be like yeah seeing this version of me yeah. it's everything I didn't want to become I've now become mm. you know and it's and is that like would you say those things are kind of like drivers in a way because then to lose sight of that self-hatred or self-loathing mm. then it's like another reason to have a drink or to have oh, you know, yeah. interaction with someone who's you know distracting you yeah from all of that so it kind of becomes a self-inflicting oh it's a hundred percent it's an, another addiction yeah it's another addiction the, the trauma bonds are another addiction as well because mm. it's like you know the bigger the fight the better the makeup sex yeah. you know what i mean like yeah. and that cycle can play out for people yeah so many times and you know you've got some people going why are you going back to him or just one more time yeah. or just you know like yeah. we're just going to try again just one more time yeah. and see if it works and yeah. i think as women as well because we have got so much resilience mm-hmm. we will go back and forth until we have exhausted all options until we can say I tried everything yeah. <laughs> and now you. I'm done. <laughs> yeah, as in like I'm nearly dead on the floor. Help! <laughs> it's like a challenge, isn't it? It's like yeah. all this subconscious challenge or unconscious challenge that we, we do to ourselves. Like, mm. just let me just give that one more go. Yeah. Even I can it's the do wrong it. thing. And it's like we don't want to admit defeat. Yeah. Mm. We don't want to admit like that we're defeated in this moment, just like any moment, whether it be any relationship yeah. or addiction. Like... This has got a hold on me. Like so many people, for, for so many people, it's food. Yeah. Mm. You know, yeah. and and that plays out and filters into every part of their life as well. Mm. Yeah. You know, so absolutely. I'm just thinking of sugar. Well. Sugar. Yeah, sugar's oh, no, sugar's massive. It's, it's, they say it's bigger than you know drugs, alcohol, everything. And I'm I'm just thinking the, <laughs> the little cravings yeah. I have. Like mm. you know, and I and I sit there with a with a chocolate like an unhealthy chocolate because there's healthy chocolate yeah. there's cacao yeah <laughs> there's the and it's like you know there's a little voice in me saying do you really need this and i'm like yeah it's okay 
it's okay. I'm going to go for a walk in the morning. So, you know, but <laughs> yeah. I mean, that's something silly compared to what we're that's, talking about, but it's no, the same. Really. same. Yeah. It's you not. Know. That was one of the things in the rooms of AA that they said, because um, my, he- my eating was quite healthy. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And sometimes what will happen is we'll obsess over things like our food yeah. because it justifies how much we drink. Yes. And I was like, oh, these guys are geniuses. They do, just can read my mind. Yes. This is exactly like, because if I exercise, and I'd still exercise, like mum, when I told her about it, I was doing this podcast and she goes, oh, maybe tell him about that time that you did that run. <laughs> and I was like, mum, <laughs> shush. And we did, we went down to Victoria and I drank, I don't even know, maybe two or three bottles of wine that night before the run. Seriously? And I beat everyone. Are you kidding me? <laughs> oh my God. And I was we like. We shouldn't laugh at that, but that's I, funny. I yeah. know. Like that's what mum said. She the goes. The power of the mind and the body. The power of the mind and the body yeah, is yes. phenomenal Isn't when people it? say i can't do something i go hmm, okay yeah <laughs> sure yeah. you right. actually experience that so you yeah. know now yeah I think they you know, freaking nailed you when they said you're highly functioning yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yes i know yeah this is the thing yeah. like kim and andrew still the family still talk about that particular event yeah, yeah. because it was, was, was it so it was i think Things it was a 12 12 k it was a 12 k run for a um some sort of fundraiser Mm -hmm. but I'd done the 12k the bridge to Brisbane I think a few months before and I beat my time so I was stoked I was like I've beat everyone beat my time was like and they used to you know like you'd say things like Mm. one of the other things that people used to say you've got a drinking problem I'm like yeah I drink and you've got the problem yeah right. like and you know I was just a bit of a smart ass about it like I was I was just in that arrogance and that ego and like that version of me was just like well, it's like a Light whole bubble. Away. I'm just thinking of you, like it's just a whole bubble yeah. of keeping everyone where you need them. Yes. And yeah. like, so you're being mm. funny, you're being sporty, you're being, yeah. I've just got all everything covered. Yeah. And then it's not until the breakdown happens that you, you know, yeah. you're like, oh, Well, I was shit. a personal trainer back then. Wow. Yeah, I was doing personal training. So even, and as a personal trainer, I was just the party personal trainer yeah. you know what i mean you like the fun person i was trainer. the fun person <laughs> and people came to me for balance because yeah. they're like oh she you know she still parties and she eats well and she exercises yeah. and wow. yeah so interesting it's an incredibly yeah. powerful platform to stand on yes isn't it? you know yeah. and but then to maintain that as well like, oh it was exhausting yeah exhausting mm. yeah and when i think the hardest part of anyone's journey is that unveiling mm. that first mask that gets taken down mm. and you've got to admit defeat with everyone yeah. and say, hey, I was wrong or hey, mm. I'm struggling. Yeah. That's the hardest part of your journey. Yeah. It really is. And mm. it's mm. it's the most powerful part, but it is the hardest part. Mm. So it's almost like ripping a Band-Aid off. Just do it quick. Yeah. Put your hand up as quick as you can. Like oh. if you're listening to this and something mm. is ignited in you yeah. that you feel like I might need some help, yeah. I might be struggling, some of the things that – we've spoken about today have landed mm. for you mm. just do that make that next step yeah. message somebody yeah. call somebody ring up find out about a group whatever it might be and take that next step in your journey towards mm. healing that higher self you mm. are worthy yeah yeah you are worthy yeah yeah absolutely and just test it out if it's if you're feeling any response to what you're sharing today mm. Pick up the phone, call a friend, call mm. the AA, mm. test it out and see where it takes you. If it's you're fine, you're fine. If you're if not so much, the help's yeah. there for you and you take on your way to taking that mask off. Mm. Yeah, absolutely. There, yeah, I love that. That's beautiful mm. because mm. yeah, see where it takes you. Yeah. 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 
and you find now, out. <laughs> yeah, you do. You find out, and at least it's truth. Yeah, and you can't argue with truth. Yeah. So that's you know that's the most beautiful thing about truth is especially if it's resonating. If it's resonating with you, then you know it, there's something in there. Yeah. that's mm. right on track. Was your family with you through this journey? Like it sounds like they were. They were in Victoria, yeah. but I was um, on the Gold Coast, so. But they were sort of in contact with you. Oh, absolutely. You yeah. 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 Absolutely, yeah. yeah. Uh, they did get quite um, towards the end. They gave me a lot of tough love. Yeah. Um, they gave me a lot of love all my all my whole journey. They always supported me. Yeah. But towards the end, where it got ridiculous, like where they knew that it was dangerous and it was horrible for everyone yeah. um, to be witnessing, yeah. Um, that yeah, they got quite. Well, I guess it got to that point where I was going to lose that relationship. Yeah. And like the guy and the boys and yeah. and my family. So those two things mm. being on the line as well yeah. were a massive motivation for me to get my shit together because yeah. it was like yeah. you know at the end of the day you know this is like my highest thing is my highest value would be my family yeah mm. you know so um and yeah. then as part of you also was it maybe i don't want to be just standing here looking at myself oh yeah <laughs> yeah if there's if they're not here for me or yeah who would be there yeah, yeah that would that would have definitely played out in my mind i'm yeah i'm sure of it like Amazing, yeah, beautiful. if I don't have them anymore, what will I have left? Mm. Nothing, mm. you know. It's such a fine line too, just listening to you speak because, mm. you do, like you said before, you get very smart. You do. Mm. And so... It's such a clever... Yes. So people mm. would have to be very careful about what they said and what they did around you because yep. you would probably be there trying to work it all out. Yeah. How am I going to work around this one? How, what can I say to this person to make them happy and shut them up? And I think that's why when you're on the path of addiction you have so many groups of friends yes because it's almost like you can you can do whatever you want with all the different groups yes so it's almost like you've got to play all these different characters it's yes. like you know and that's the exhausting part yeah mm. is because like what have i told this person or what like looking at your phone the next day after a big night was yeah. one of the worst fears in the world oh. because you'd just be your body would be filled with anxiety anyway because yeah. alcohol is a depressant so you'd be feeling depressed anyway yeah. and the anxiety and the shakes yeah. you never forget that yeah mm. and I'm glad I remember that yeah. because that's one of the things that there's things I choose to remember yeah. and I choose to remember in a healthy way yeah but also to so it serves, so it serves yes. me yeah. yeah and just looking at your phone thinking and back then you had Nokia's you didn't have all <laughs> you didn't have everything like didn't everything didn't stay stored in your phone so it's like Thank God. three calls at 3 a.m to such and such it's like oh shit what yeah. did I say wow. like yes. what what did I mm. what did I even like yeah. sound like um did I have it did they answer like how long was I on the call for like wow. you can yeah. say a lot in 10 minutes yeah. <laughs> Was it an abusive one this yeah. time? And it probably was. Yeah. You know, like you don't have – your light doesn't come out when yeah. you drink. Yeah. It's all your darkness. Yeah. Mm. It's all your darkness. Wow. You know, that's – yeah. You interesting. Know, like, so interesting. It's kind of like, again, a high-functioning part of you where you feel like you're um, communicating your your truths. Yes. Or, this, you know, your, your – the thing that you want to help them with yes you can see what they need yeah. to know yeah <laughs> all that sort of thing as well yeah and yet, as you say it's all your own all our own darkness yeah mm. yeah i want to i want to ask the next question because i think it's really important mm -hmm. um and, I, and i'm pretty sure that there is important. a lot they are all important but the this one's i think this. big mm. so what have you decided to change 
in your life since all of this has happened? Like what were some of the things along, uh, probably along the journey too when you were waking up and realising that, oh shit, I've been in the wrong place. Did you have to make any massive changes around you? Uh, besides, you know, I know you've talked about people, you had to drop away people and yep. stuff like that. But did you have to make any changes in the world around you? Well, the biggest one was to get out of that relationship. Yep. The next one after that probably would have been to um, start the healing journey within my body, yep. which was the hot yoga. Yeah. Uh, and then after that was to really find my purpose and my passion. Right. Which was, I first went down the coaching I did the NLP, the timeline therapy, yeah. hypnotherapy, all of that sort of stuff. Did someone introduce that to you or was that something that just resonated? So no, that was through a friend. I yeah. went um, to uh, a guy that she recommended. I went to like a, a weekend breakthrough experience. Yeah. So all of that sort of stuff started coming into my field. Like mm -hmm. there was little workshops here and there and little things and so I'd you look up YouTube. To this Absolutely. Yeah. And I'd yeah. YouTube a lot of stuff. Yeah. YouTube, YouTube's one of my favorite yeah, things. Yeah, me too. Yeah. Yeah. And I guess because you were sober yeah was, you were like you said seeing the colors you yeah. were able to see these things that were yeah i went on a hot yoga you. retreat mm. um in 2015 that was another life-changing yeah. yeah absolute breakthrough yeah yep and i just mm. saw the world in a completely different um place as well yeah yeah so that was that was 2000 end of 2000 september 2015 and i feel like that was when i felt like life's really beginning yeah. because i just walked away from that engagement just before i'd gone to thailand yeah and then um, coming back from that, um, yeah, there was actually there was a beautiful man in Thailand. I'll never forget it. And he, he said to me, "Are you?" Um, I had something on the table, and I'd finished my plate, and I, and he just sort of came and sat down with me, and he said, "How are you going, Brooke, with the um, with the hot yoga retreat?" And I said, "Oh, really good. It's amazing." He goes, "And how are you, really?" <laughs> and I was like. <laughs> 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 like heart beating oh, wow. fast starting to sweat yeah. and i was just like i'm good and he goes i see uh, i see i see beyond all of this uh, and i was like oh, oh, this oh, guy wow. like literally like unveiled me like yes. i was just like oh wow like and mm. he said you pretend to be happy oh. but you're quite sad oh. and i was just like Oh, wow oh, like yeah. yeah i did i lost yeah. it like tears rolling yeah. down my face and i started telling him about this guy i was engaged to and how yeah. i had to break it off because i felt that was right for the kids and yeah. him and mm. obviously it was you know all and then i started telling him about the whole journey of like wow. how he wanted me to drink again and all the things <gasps> and too. and i said you know I'm, I'm struggling because he's still messaging me yeah and he's wanting to, you know, get back together. And I know that it, you know, that yeah. it's not his truth that he wants to walk this path. Yeah. Where this is my truth. I want to walk this path and stay clean and sober and all the rest of it and yeah. do more retreats like this. And then he grabs this um, thing on the table and it was empty. Yeah. And he said, are you finished with this? And I said, yeah. And he said, I'll take it for you because it's no longer serving you. Oh, and I was just like, oh my God, what an angel. Okay. Okay. All right. And he's like, so when you get back to Australia, anything that is no longer serving you. And I'm like, yeah, I'll probably get. He's like, you don't need to have it on your plate. Like, you don't need to have it on your. And I was just what like, a oh. Person. Like, he was just, yeah, like he said, an angel. Oh. And, and if he was looking, he saw you, came to you. Yeah. Shared yeah. with you, yeah. served you. Yeah. yeah. And he said, anything, when you get back to Australia, anything that is no longer serving you, don't allow it in your, basically don't allow it in your space, you know. Mm, yeah. And, yeah, that I 
tell so many people about that because it was just such a uh, like it was the way he told it like the way he spoke to me and the way that he told it in like a metaphor yeah. and like an example yeah. right in front of me I was like okay yeah it's this is perfect moment. Yeah. yeah and that's they're the moments that you know a lot of people don't understand no. like they're the moment that's the magic the magic that happens when you start to shift yeah to, to the better version of you yeah you know and what's right for you people show people turn up mm-hmm. you know mm. angels show up it's absolutely real yeah and we've as humans we've kind of given up on that part you know mm. where we're when, when we're moving and evolving and shifting and making great decisions and choices and that are for the greater the greater version of who we really are yeah magic is real yeah mm. it is that is magic it is. what you just shared is magic it's, yeah, yeah. And it, and it enhances the people that you tell. Yeah. You know, it's so beautiful. Those moments are mm. yeah. amazing. And you always, I always think of that guy, like yeah. so often. Yeah. I mean, that was 2015 that that happened. Yeah. And I've told so many people that story about, you know, to obviously, you know, give them pass that same on. gift Absolutely. to pass it on. Yeah. yeah um, but yeah, and yeah, just, yeah, so grateful for him. I'm yeah. so grateful for him because he was probably the one thing, the voice in my head when I got back to Australia, yeah. when the guy did message me, I was like, no, yeah, it's not gave serving me. Gave me the strength. Yeah. yeah, Gave me the strength to go, no, just put it, make it simple as well. He yeah. made it simple too. Yeah. It's not serving you. Yeah, mm. Like it's, it's not there for you. You just leave it. Have you finished with this? Yeah. I just love that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. He's like, have you finished with this? I'm like, yep. <laughs> yep, I have. <laughs> Are you going to offer me a second course? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's so beautiful. It's beautiful. So uh, after the yoga retreat, then coming, like, because did you stay in the same work that you were in? Or was that, like, you've spoken about sales? Yeah. Yep. I've stayed in that same work. I still yeah. do a couple of days for them. Mm. Yeah. So, and that's, I, I just said recently, I just did some other stuff for them as well. So um, I believe that uh, I have, and this is also part of the journey for me, is kept one foot in the matrix and one foot out for some time. And I feel like that is coming and played its part in me being able to shift and change my business because it was coaching in 2019. I just changed my business name just this year. Yeah. Um, it used to be Better Life Mindset and now it's Breathe, Love, Move. Oh, so no. it's – and it's like because yeah, that's – because I've moved and yeah. I've changed. And yeah. So having that on the side as well as doing my business um, has allowed me to see what has worked for me yeah. and not be, I think as well, tapping into that – sensitive and empathic part of me Mm. my healing journey has been quite deep this last few years the work i've done with myself Mm. so Mm. holding space for people half the week and doing that the other like it's been a really beautiful balance for me Mm. up until now and now i see that sort of um shifting and changing Mm. a little bit and yeah like you said as well doing the retreats and i run events once a month with a sound healer and that's so beautiful Mm. like every month we get to open a space that is such a beautiful safe and sacred container for people Mm. to come and breathe um, listen to the sound do the meditation i give them the reiki Mm. and it's just such a a beautiful event as well so but even to be able to bleed that into that other 3d kind of matrixy world too to be able for you to be able to you know bleed some of your essence into that as well i think that's all part of what's happening now too is for 100%. Not to let go of that, but to be able to then bring some of what you're, mm. what you know now, into that world. Yes, yeah. absolutely. Like I said, sales saves lives. Absolutely. And teaching people how to 
almost yeah. like like having that awareness with their negative self-talk yeah. of overcoming every objection I got that from sales I yeah. didn't get that and also the listening like we've got two ears mm. and we've got the one mouth mm. in your relationship mm. like if especially if they're struggling with their family or something like that it's like well when was the last time you listened to them yeah, yeah. you know yeah when was the last time you actually asked what was going on in their life mm. yeah you yeah. know because sometimes we don't I just want to ask one question too, not going off, off um, not off my questions. <laughs> a side question. What do you call that? Off um, going off. Off course. Off course. But on the um, course. How, how is your mum with you now? Like, is she just like, just so grateful to have, yeah. yeah. Have a daughter there. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Oh, that's so beautiful. Yeah, mm. yeah. The whole family that. really, yeah. like, but especially mum, I think, because yeah. I think, it's different for the mum too, yeah, it is, you yeah. know, and um, yeah, just not being able to do anything for someone when they're in that situation must have been heart wrenching for her, oh. you know. And I always say to her, "Is there anything, you know, like obviously I had to make my amends with all of the guilt and the shame and everything like that." Mm-hmm. And mum always says the same thing. She's like, "I just, I just want you to help other people." Like I can as in feel like, that in your mum. Like, yeah. And I can feel her love mm. for you. Like it's mm. – yeah. she's just so proud of you. Like yeah. It's mm. so beautiful. Yeah. Mm. Yeah, she's a beautiful soul. Yeah. And she's got – six children oh, so she's no. an, so she had four in the we always joke i'm the baby of the first batch yeah. so there's four, <laughs> four in the first batch and then two in the second batch oh. and that's why my last name's muka because i took my dad's last name he came along when i was nearly seven. Oh, oh yeah so so yeah so beautiful. so yeah it's been a beautiful journey with yeah. the family as well and just the family dynamics have obviously changed for me so much over the years mm. and um, it was funny because dad actually put a little photo in the group chat the other day and we're at his 60th birthday and he's 70 next, early next year. Yeah. And, and that was obviously the first family photo that we had. I got sober in the December and it was his birthday in the February. Oh. So, um, he said, and he just did a little like thing on, on the photo and he just said, one of the comments was Brookie, look at how old you look in this photo and how, oh, like yeah. how great you look now. Cause that was just as I just stopped drinking. Wow. And I did. I the reflection yeah. of the yeah. photo was like spoke volume because yeah. I did. I looked like an older version of me. Wow. Yeah, yeah. It's so beautiful, isn't it? Yeah. So for your mm. like, what you put your parents through uh, as well is massive. Yeah. Like it's massive, and even your siblings too. Yeah. Um, you know, and and that's the biggest thing is that they will always be there. Yeah. No matter what, like yeah. everyone gets shit wrong in life. Absolutely. Everyone mm. goes down the wrong path. Absolutely. We're never ever going to get everything right mm-hmm. and we'll continue to make mistakes and mm. that's how we evolve and grow. Yeah. You know, we Absolutely. only we only know how to be off course for us to then be on course. Yeah. You know. So it's so, it's so beautiful. I, I just feel so like so grateful that you actually saw the light yeah <laughs> and you know you've like where you are now and what you do and all of that is such a beautiful essence about you but it's funny how we have to walk these paths don't mm. we to be able to have that experience yeah for you to be able to walk out the other side yeah mm. yeah so beautiful it's so beautiful it's the true shaman's journey though isn't it as well yeah because you know it's for me like when i think of shaman they're um chosen and it's usually their wounds that mm. make them the wise person of the village yeah. or the healer because mm. they are able to understand to see and to um 
mm. offer the the remedies and whether it's you know herbs or whether it's words or guidance yeah you know so the depth that our journey gives us yeah is very very powerful mm. but the crux of it lies in how we embrace climbing out of the well isn't it you know yeah 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 absolutely and i think sometimes too when we resist like i know myself whenever i resist my true soul contract yeah mm. that's when i'm in trouble yeah that's when i actually get like the most resistance in yeah. my body in every part of me in my breath like the one thing that always changes yeah now that obviously I'm down this path, it's yeah. like the one thing that I think about even back in the day when I was that person, the one thing that always changes is your breath. Mm -hmm. Your breath and your temperature are two things that as soon as you feel yourself, you know, like your heart starts beating faster, your body starts getting warmer, your breath changes. Mm. All of that changes in, in the moment. And mm. if we listen to that more as like our compass for where we should be, wow. who we should be interacting with, um you'll always feel the signs mm. it's like if you walk in and that energy's off with that person or your breath starts to get a little bit erratic or you mm. start to feel that little bit of anxiety that person's probably not for you <laughs> <laughs> isn't it well look like, that's not, amazing it's not like the thrill of excitement it's like no, hey, something's yeah. telling you. yeah um, it's like danger <laughs> that must be wild for you to be able to feel that now because oh, you're yeah. talking about how you were just suppressing everything yeah. To now mm. being able to being that refined yeah. in what you feel in your body yeah. to let you know when something's not out, when not right. Oh, 100%. Yeah. And I always believe it's the it's the clear vessel. Yeah, if we're a clear vessel, like mm. before an event, I won't eat for 24 hours. Yeah. And that's oh. because, yeah, I'll full, fully cleanse wow. my vessel yes. so that I can be and, yeah. and feel like a lot more power and energy come through from my guides yes. to then gift that to the people in the room. You wow, know? that's beautiful. Yeah, yeah. Oh Especially gosh. if it's a bigger room, like it's different with your one-on-ones, yeah. but for a bigger group of people, yeah. I definitely love the fasting beforehand because I get more messages and I get more come feel through. More. Yeah, yeah, feel more. That's so it's, um, it's a, and it's, I mean, you know, when you look at different cultures around, you know, the practice of plant medicine and things yeah. like that. It's, yeah there's fasting before that. It's like, it's mm. all in it or it's just even spiritual practices yeah. that, that, um, uh, refinement refinement mm. of mm. what our body does and doesn't need when you go into fasting but how tall the spirit becomes yes in mm. that space yeah and the body becomes mm. just purely that simple vessel not demanding no or distracting and you and you're there in that and um, you're fully present too yeah like the presence that i have when i've done like a cleanse yeah is like phenomenal and then obviously even for myself to go on a breathwork journey i'll always mm. um i'll always fast beforehand obviously yeah. because i'm i'm i feel safe enough to go deep with myself or in a group yeah but even if it's like yeah something that you've got you know you know that you know your body mm. and just yeah. listen to that like yeah. if you feel like at the moment you want to eat a bit lighter or you feel like you want to you know whatever it might be that there's always those little guiding signs in your body as yeah. well of what we should be and shouldn't be doing yeah you know Absolutely. so which is i was just thinking back to when you're sharing about um that with with your eating yeah. addiction yeah um, i remember reading a, a book about this lady once and her whole emotional experience was tied into eating and being overweight and when she was happy and a new person in her life and everything like that all things change it was a fictional story but it was a beautiful illustration of the whole thing around yeah. 
how we can suffocate ourselves mm. and our emotions with with so many things but hers was food yeah and so now when you're talking around the opposite experience like the clarity the resonance that you experience through the fasting yeah. process and what that gives your body and it's not tied into um receiving pleasure no way no other than being in that it's almost like the opposite, isn't it? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, yeah. yeah. and that dimension, that space, yeah. that freedom of being in that space, you yeah, know, without any encumberment. Yes, yeah, that's mm. beautiful. It's yeah. like the self responsibility kind of yeah area where are you, I'm going to do this for others. Yeah, and as soon as you're others. and yeah. as soon as you're tapped into that frequency, like I always believe that we're always um, we're always given what we can hold. Yeah. So if you can't hold it, it won't be given to you. Yes. So it's like, you know, when things are not happening and coming your way or you're not like attracting the right thing or you're like, oh, why haven't I got like, say as an example that you're looking to serve more people, but you're not at a level where you can actually serve more people. Mm -hmm. They won't be sent to you until you can actually move those blockages yourself. Mm -hmm. And that's why I say dancing between the two for me Mm -hmm. was beautiful because in that way with the dancing in the matrix and out of the matrix with my business because Mm -hmm. I could tap into, okay, what do I need to clear so then I can actually up-level my business in some way, shape or form or try something new, you know, try a new program or whatever it might be. Expand. Expand. Yes, Yeah. love that. So the matrix was a little bit of an experiment for you to be expanding the other part of you. Yes, absolutely. As opposed to... Um, controlling you yeah and also to being able to like I work from home like I you know being able to negotiate again sales being able to negotiate what you will and you won't put up with yeah because that's a massive thing Mm. you know if you're if you're saying I will put up with this then sure enough that's what you'll be presented with in every situation in your relationships in your friendships but if you're not willing to put up with it yeah and you know yeah stand somewhere and and step into those uncomfortable conversations because it's through those uncomfortable conversations when we communicate our truth Mm. they'll either stay or they'll fall away and the shift occurs in those yeah 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 and the people that are meant to stay will stay and the ones that are meant to fall away will also fall away as well and either way you feel bloody amazing exactly Exactly. 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 Yeah. Oh, it's gorgeous. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but I love that the frequency it is because everything's energy and frequency, yeah. right? Yeah. So if we can tap into that energy and that frequency, and then you know let it come through because we're just a channel. We're just mm. we're just a channel for other people. Yeah. Um. And you know to bring out their higher self. That's all you're there for. Yeah. You know because someone's helped you do it. So yes. that's it's almost like the pay it forward thing as yeah. well. You know, I love that. So when you started doing like the NLP and um, I mean those are all tuning into the body and listening to the body and communicating with the body. Yeah. But then when you're talking about the the Reiki, that's also been a channel, isn't it, for the mm. universal energy? Yeah. So how did that? Um, what did you notice different in yourself when embracing those practices, those tools? I felt like for me. The breath, the most beautiful, like all of the other modalities are beautiful and they have their place. And if no one's ever talked before, talk therapy or timeline therapy or NLP or hypno, it's amazing. But the thing about the breath that was a difference for me that I felt was I'd talk so much Mm -hmm. and I'd done so much logical and I'm not really a logical person. Like I'm not like when you actually get down to the nuts and bolts of it, I'm actually a feeling person. So uncovering all of that about myself and then stepping into the breath space it made sense for me Mm. because it was like I don't have to talk Mm. I can just 
lay down and breathe mm. and whatever comes up that needs to be released yeah. my body my, my intuition my divine guidance my body knows what to release Beautiful. and I don't have to remember the event and yeah. I don't have to go through the event and I don't have to be stuck in the event again yeah. I just mm. get to release it mm. you know and that's what everyone gets to do in the room mm. and no one has to know what you released in that room or on my table or in my in my actual um, healing space, mm. it's just released. Mm. You know, it's back to that everything's energy. Hey, yeah, vibration, frequency. Yeah. yeah, and then your energy and your frequency is shifted from you releasing that. Yeah, because mm. that's now come out of your body. Mm. It's not actually in your mind. Yeah, it's immediate. It's yes. Yeah. yeah. Just need the space. Just need someone to hold the space for you to be able to do that. Yeah. And no yeah. filtering, I guess, with the mind not involved. There's no filtering. It's yes. just pure. <laughs> yeah. yeah. There's no like distracting and there's no like over analyzing mm-hmm. or, you know, trying to talk to a friend about it and get someone else's opinion. And by the time you've talked to ten other people, you've now got another all of their all of their traumatic <laughs> opinions story. as another well. Story. Another story. <laughs> yes. And they've only given you advice based on their trauma. Yes. Oh, <laughs> so it's like, oh great, now I've got years worth of Yes. Ten other people stuck. <laughs> stuck on me. Yeah, my goodness. Yeah. I wanted to ask you the next question, moving along. Um, this will be a big one, I think, too, and interesting, too. What do you do now to support yourself? Okay. Um, in regards to just shifting. staying in the moment, just for you to be for able me? to stay in your... I guess um, we're coming back to how you fill your cup, isn't it? Yeah. Like, you know, yeah. And even yeah. What do you do to fill your cup? What you now? Do. Nature for me is yeah. massive. Yeah. Like especially no shoes. Yeah. Like even if I'm having a moment during the day, I'll go and I'll go down and stand on the grass. Yeah. Even if I can't, I'm, I live right near the beach. Yeah. So sometimes the lifeguard must be like, "This chick's this third take <laughs> at the beach today. She's obviously having a moment." Like, yeah. so yeah, definitely. Like I said to you recently, I feel like I just went through a little dark night yes. of the soul. Yes. Um, which was. It's actually this part I will I will say as well. So for me, I had so much anger and rage yeah. that I feel like this like the last few layers for me have had so much of that released. Yeah. And then just recently so much grief and sadness came up for me. Yeah, wow. And a lot of it was unprocessed from even like my nan and my pa passing and a good friend that passed um about five years ago. Yeah. And she also played a massive part in my healing journey. So I actually um she was the first person to take me to the rooms of AA. Oh. So that was massive. And you just think back to little moments yeah. like where it was her anniversary this year. And on her anniversary, I was doing an event where there was like 50 people. Yeah. And I wow. was I was holding the space. So I remember her. it was her anniversary and, and the song came on, oh. of course, on the radio. Yeah. Another, of her, and I'm like, of course you're with, with me. You. Yeah. yeah, of course oh, you're with beautiful. me. But I remember getting teary and thinking, I don't have time to feel this. I've got to go and hold space for people. But knowing she was with me, but then thinking back to that moment in Byron and going, of course you're making me feel this now because yeah. I suppressed it. Yeah. And yes. if I'm a woman of my word and say that I practice what I preach, yeah. it's like, well, you're going to feel it now. Yes. And it's like, yeah, so just let the tears come. Yeah. And, and just allowing, always allowing. Like even if I'm at a cafe and I'm having a conversation and I get upset, I just let yeah. myself be upset. Yeah. yeah. I let myself cry. I would never have done that before. Yeah. Because it's for you, but it's also for the situation that you're in with yeah. whoever else might yeah. be present, like the people that were in that experience with you, like in the um, the event that you were holding, holding space for. Mm. I mean, it open it's at the frequency still, isn't it? It opens up 
yeah. gives them permission to feel so much more as well. Yeah, well, I yeah. said to the guy that I was actually up the front with, <laughs> I was like, so just need to let you know because they, they let me know. I said, I've got three of my guides here with me today. Uh, and he's like, okay. Yeah. And I was like, <laughs> I was like, my nan, no, my, no, no, they, they just <laughs> <with> me. <laughs> and he's so cool. I was like, my nan and my pa and my friend. And he goes, uh, okay, cool. I was like, so they want to be here and help hold the space. Uh, and he's like, okay, beautiful. And I had tears in my eyes. Uh, and I was like, so that's all I want to say. And now yeah. we're just going to get on with it. <laughs> that's so beautiful. Yeah. 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 Because I think we're at a stage and we, we have this funny saying, no fucks given anymore. <laughs> <laughs> I love that. Where it's like, you know, and I think you get to a certain age too. Like, oh. And I want to bring age in, even though it's such yes. a physical thing. But no, it is. You get to an age where it's like, I just want to, I want to be the best version of me. And if yeah. that means bawling my eyes out in the cafe with a friend, yeah. I'm going to do it. I don't care what anyone else thinks anymore yeah. about, you know, where I'm at and what I'm doing. As long as it's serving me, the people around me, and it's not coming from a place of negativity, yeah. then I'm going to I'm gonna just go for it. And also, too, the other thing that I love to explain to clients when they're hesitant about, like, oh, but what if it upsets this person? Or whatever? Well, you know what? What if you don't reveal this part of how you're feeling? Yeah. Guess what you're doing? You're robbing them of this part of their healing. Yes. You're actually robbing them because yes. this interaction that you're about to have with them, whether it brings up stuff for them or yes. whether it doesn't, if you don't bring it up, you're actually you're not actually giving them the gift of their part of their healing Absolutely. that they need as well. Yeah. Because there's something within them that needs to be ignited from this conversation that they need to feel as well that they've probably suppressed. It's so true. So beautiful. Yeah. Otherwise you wouldn't be connected. No. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Really powerful. Yeah. You wouldn't be in connection with each other. Yeah. It's for really that beautiful. opportunity to to happen. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. It's quite wild when you look at it from that other perspective, isn't it? It's like, oh, yeah. okay. So I'm worried about exposing myself. Mm-hmm. But yet really the whole gift of it is there for me. Mm. And, expose, and them exposing themselves as yeah. well and what yeah. that might bring. Mm. And helping them to grow, yeah. helping them grow as well. Yeah. And they can choose to ignore it and suppress it mm. or they can actually choose, like you said, make the call. Mm. It, the invitation's there to see what's in it for you today if you make the call to you know AA or whatever it might be or mm. go on to do a breathwork event or whatever it might be, you know. Mm. Like just, yeah, do that. Because when you, like what your dad was saying in the photo, when you look at 2013 or, you know, the photo, to being older than you are now, like your biological age would have physically been so much older than you are now, let alone your spirit and Mm. your um, mental health. Mm -hmm. What, giving yourself permission, as you say, like what that frees you up to step into. And, Mm. you know, a lot of the messages we read on different... Um, and people have to share is around um, your wildest dreams can come through abundance is here for you all those sort of things and Mm -hmm. it's literally in what you're sharing Mm -hmm. is if in you taking that one step Mm. what door that might open I know you too yeah Yeah. it's massive because it can be just a one phone call one conversation or one message and then next minute you know, you're in a completely different space. Like I said, five weeks, five hours, five months, whatever it might be. Yeah. But you're looking back going, wow, imagine if I never made that call. Yeah. yeah. Like Absolutely. even though I say it took me three times a day, eh? was it Doesn't like, third time did, it, did, it, did it matter though? <laughs> no, it didn't. No. Because every little step along that journey got me to where I am now. Exactly. Mm. It had so to take it had to take away. that. Yeah. 
like um, Peter Crone. I, I don't know. Oh, yeah, yes, I love yes. him, love and he Crone. always says yeah. it happened the way it happened because that's exactly the way it had to happen. Yeah, and it couldn't have happened any other <laughs> yeah, way. Yeah, yeah. And every time something like challenges happening, I think he comes into my head. Yes. And I'm like, but why does it have to happen this way? <laughs> Because that's exactly <laughs> perfect for you. <laughs> and sometimes you just want to slap them, but it's so it's no it's yeah. the truth. It's, it's the like truth. when you hear that <laughs> you're right where you're meant to be. Well, this week not so much. Yeah. <laughs> it's that refining again. It's like you know we we have to take a few different cuts, different in different angles, and because there's so many aspects, yeah, even of the same trauma. Mm-hmm. Yes, we take a part, we take one part out, and we go, oh wow, I've had this realization. Yeah, but all that does is uncover something else. But it's yeah. still about that same piece, and there's just so many yes. different aspects to mm. that one piece of trauma, you know. And we just got to look at it in so many different ways mm. and uncover it in so many different ways. Yeah, that's what like you were explaining before about the um, the anger and the frustration. Yeah, and all those ballsy kind of emotions, like mm-hmm. those sits in different places in our body the liver the gallbladder yes you know those type of things let alone the mind but then you move like you peel that layer off and then there's the lungs and the heart and the mm. grief and the sadness and then you know where the breath must have been such an incredible guide oh. and to be able to free that space as well yeah yeah, yeah massively and also to all of those emotions that i felt easy to mm. express were mm. very masculine ah. and i was very much in my masculine yeah so to then bring in the feminine yeah beautiful. um is is right. very much it's big for women because we put so many layers around our heart mm. you know um i'm not quite sure if you may have seen on my thing but i actually used to have implants and i got very sick from them i've only had them out 12 months and that was another form of me going and i didn't even realize it until i was like writing the post i was like of course that was another layer of covering up you know like if you look at it from like like armor in a way yeah Yeah. protection (laughs) around the heart I've yeah. heard so many women getting their oh. breasts out in the last couple of years. It's so common now. Yeah. Like, yeah. It's yeah, so common. So I think because I was battling that as well, that was also the reason for me sort of staying one foot in, one foot out as yeah. well. Like, because I was like, yeah, I was struggling for about two years with that sickness-wise. Yeah. So leaking, is that what's creating uh, Mine was, was, it um, affected my lymphatic system. Ooh, so yeah. mine had capsuled. Yeah. So really bad, like, disformation of the of the actual implant as well. Wow. So they were, like, rippled. Yeah. So, yeah, really bad f- feeling within myself, within my body. Mm. Um, and then obviously, you know, telling women that they can feel good just felt yes, so yes, wrong yeah. for me. Well, I was that like, was another sign, So it was another it? sign mm. from the universe, yeah. like, well, get these out yeah. then. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so just for our listeners with the, as you say, with the um, capsuling, because I've noticed yeah. that happening a lot with women, like oh, just with massive like that. Yeah. And so, time frame wise, how long did you had those for? You well, the capsule had started at the start. Really? Yeah. Wow, so, and this so is where I talk about it, so it, it already yeah. rejected it initially. Yeah. And I remember one of the girls, um, I said to her, oh, I've got this little thing. And she's like, that's not normal. And me being me, knowing how to manipulate the body, mass manipulator, <laughs> I was like, I'll just put a few kilos back on because you always gain weight in your boobs. Yeah. So if I put a few kilos back on, I'll go straight to my boobs. We won't even see it. Hide it. Do you know oh, what I mean? Wow. Yeah. So I, I had this mental battle for yeah. so long of like put on five kilos, lose five kilos. And then when I did the yoga competition, like not the competition, but the, yeah, um, the retreat, the retreat um, I was actually training for a competition. Like wow. I wanted to one day do a hot yoga. And I got so... Like, like 
skinny like yeah. body fat like yeah. loss of, of body fat that you could really see the ripple right. so then i was like i need to cover this again so then i'd put back on the the way it wow. was hot. so you gave up yeah. what was making you feel good in your uh-huh. body because your body was exposing that it wasn't yeah happy and wow. yeah. yeah so that in mm. itself was like a whole journey yeah. like just interesting yeah yeah because I mean, a breast, uh, actually, Marcus Aubrey did an interesting thing around breasts recently, just oh, saying it to yes. about women. He did, I saw beautiful. it. Like, so beautiful. beautiful. What he wanted to share yeah. around, you know, um, plastic. Having, yeah, and, yeah. And your, your breasts as they are, and mm. all these reasons examining the choices that we make around our breasts. Yeah. Um, so the identity we have with mm. these things and. Uh, you know how we're supposed to look or want to look and we all make our choices for different reasons and Mm. that's absolutely perfectly perfect yeah Mm. as it is but when your body's telling you that it's not perfect for you it's still a conflict isn't it such a conflict what we're trying to achieve yeah even though our body's saying hey this isn't really for us yeah Mm. and also to making that decision from like I always say to anyone, if you're angry, upset, which is like it's a common, never make a decision because <laughs> that decision that I made was from yeah. I was on on drugs and yes. alcohol, like yeah. I was in a toxic, like literally yeah. in the most toxic part of my journey. Yeah. So it was made from the lowest vibrational place yeah. ever, and then you know the body said, "Hey, well, you know." Body was like straight away, like no. As soon as you yeah. were coming out and through it, yeah. it was like, uh-uh. and I think it's again, it's that the common theme for me was denial yeah. was denial of the alcohol it was denial of the food initially denial of the food denial of the alcohol denial of the drugs denial of the yeah. relationship denial mm. of the implants like yeah. mm. you go through that denial then you become aware yeah. and you know a lot of people do say awareness is everything but it's actually not awareness if you stay in the awareness loop you can stay in that for your whole life mm. so you have to actually then take the action, action yeah. and if you never take the action you'll stay there mm. you'll just stay there circling around yeah mm. true and it's interesting too because like you're saying like the lowest um common d- not, yeah. lowest space lowest um choice like lowest choice factor yeah space that you're in in your life your body is really inflamed in those situations yep. as well. It's, mm. you know, with the drugs and the alcohol and the emotions mm-hmm. and, you know, the mm. the compensation that's going on in your, in your mind and, and heart in that mm. space. And then you have a procedure. Mm. Of yeah. course, your body is going to want to reject it because it's like, well, how, how am I going to cope with this aspect mm. of what you're bringing me now kind of thing? Yeah. Um, or show up in different ways that are less obvious and, you know, go up the underground and then surface Mm. in perhaps more of, you know, destructive ways physically as well, you know, cancers and things like that. Yeah. You know, there's a lot of ways our body reflects those impositions. Oh, absolutely. (laughs) Yeah, well, I had an inflammatory situation. I had uh, a bowel operation the two years before that. So that last, like, that was before the implants and that was massive as well. And that was, again, just... You know, your body, like, your body, my body was to, just like, yeah. give me a break. Yeah, like, I wanting to, to heal. too much shit here. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's interesting. Mm. The bodies are such an amazing. Yeah, it's our best friends. Yeah, but we oh, don't treat it that way. We don't. Often. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And now it's just like I just look at it so different. Even just from, I mean, I was already on track for what five years, and this yeah. has happened in the last five years these two operations yeah. or the last six years the two last two operations yeah. so mm. you know it's there's just so many layers and levels yeah. and you know you can't 
you can't digest it all overnight mm. and this is why we have to make it so that i believe bite-sized pieces for people mm. so that they don't look at healing and they go it's not attractive it's too hard it's you know i love the best thing about reiki is that if you come and have a reiki session and that's your first introduction to healing yeah. you get to lay on a table yeah. you get to have crystals placed on you yeah. you just get to feel that beautiful prana life force energy mm. come through you from mm. me from source you know and it's a healing that you yeah. receive. We balance out your chakras. Mm. You, you listen to a nice little meditation at the end. It's gentle. Yeah, it's, it's so beautiful. gentle. Yeah. You know, if someone's never ever done anything like this before, mm. introduce them to it in a very gentle and loving way because yeah. otherwise they're not going to like it. It's like a personal trainer taking you to the gym and smashing every yeah. part of your body <laughs> and then you can't walk for five days yes. and you're in pain. You won't want to go back to training yeah. ever again. Yeah. Well, yep. the first thing people will say is if you suggest going to a naturopath or something, do I have to give up coffee? Will they make me yes. something like yeah. the chocolate yes. or that, you know, this or that? You know, yeah. it's like, am I going to be punished? Yes. Yeah. One small mm. step. So, yeah, yeah just a little baby step. Yeah. Like how can you today be a little bit more intentional for five minutes maybe? Mm. That's all, you know, like if that's where you're at and you just want five minutes today to be a little bit more quieter with self or mm. sit and sip your coffee a little bit longer or whatever it might be. Mm. Um, just make it achievable for them as well. Yeah. You know, you, you don't want to do something that's like not achievable because then they get disheartened and they go, this is too hard. I failed. Yes. I'm a loser. Yeah. And then they just start to reiterate what negative Nelly said yeah. five minutes ago before yeah. they started talking to you. Yeah. So, Yeah life's already hard why do i want to make it harder yeah. exactly mm-hmm. yeah and our biggest challenge is ourself so even if you do speak negative to someone i can tell you right now they're speaking 10 times worse <laughs> to themselves anyway yeah. you know so you don't need to add to their negative yeah, talk we have that conversation a lot that there's a mm. lot of people having a hard time out there and if we can just be kind and smile to you know the stranger that you pass mm. in the yeah. supermarket or on the street you know just have that awareness that you know everybody's struggling yeah everybody's got something going on mm. yeah if we can just give one smile and to one stranger it's you know it's mm. all helping yeah absolutely mm. i have our last question wow oh. it's gone very quick <laughs> how do you see the world now brooke oh how do i see the world now i see the world now after this last few months i do see it a little <laughs> different which is good I just see everything as a way of learning and growing mm. in every moment. And sometimes when you're growing something, you're in the dark, right? Yes. It's like when you plant the seed, it's yes. in the dark. And sometimes you're absolutely like, you like the greenery in this room yeah. and you're just absolutely beautiful and you're mm. glowing. Yeah. So every part of it is needed. Mm. every part of it's necessary yeah. and that's why i love nature because i always relate everything back to nature like even the waves and stuff like that like yeah. it's just, even the breath we always say it's just like the waves in the ocean they it flows in it yeah. flows out you yeah, know beautiful. and i just see everything as everything is always placed in the perfect place at the perfect time mm. even if it doesn't feel perfect in that moment mm. yeah you know because you'll look back and you'll go that's why that had to happen that mm. way. I couldn't see it at the time, but everything was placed perfectly. Mm. Yeah. Yeah, that's so beautiful. I know my husband always talks about talking about the flow of nature. Yes. Um, the rip in the ocean, you know, if you just let go, yes. it'll take you and bring you back home. Yes. It's like, 
Mm. And when I'm in the mount there, it's like, <laughs> no, don't leave me. You know, it's like, oh, no, I'm going to drown. You know, it's like funny, but it's like the truth is if you just let go and that's like life, you know. Mm, yeah. If you let go and just let the flow take you, it will bring you back home, back home yeah. to source. And yeah, I love that. Yeah. Yeah. It's a really beautiful analogy of exactly what you're just talking about. Nature has major lessons for us. Oh, nature yeah. is like, if we can come back to nature. Yeah. Like Mother Earth is the biggest source of energy, mm. whether it be the sun, the ground, the ocean, the yeah. forest, like mm. everything is right there for us. And especially on the Gold Coast, you've got the hinterland, yeah. you've got the, you know, you've got every beach from We're here so all the way down so is just uh, you know, people go on holidays and they still come back and go, "We're blessed with the best beaches." Well, of course we are. Yeah. You know, like absolutely. And it's interesting the energy here. You can really choose where you want to play in yeah. living here. Like whether you embrace all of that as a part of 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 how you choose to be on the Gold Coast. And it's the same anywhere in the world. You know what we choose to play. Yeah. Um, but it's just all there waiting for you, which I guess is another metaphor for like life is there waiting for you. Yeah, it is. If you choose to see it and take it up on the offer. Yeah. And yeah. sometimes like I have to go down to my little spot at the beach between four and five now because it's a busier spot. Yeah. And between four and five, no one's there. Yeah. It's just me and Mother Earth, yeah. you know. Or if I go down late at night with a cacao and it's on a full moon, you oh. know, there might, you know, just that moment of yeah. like just me. Mm no like don't even take my little dog like it's literally just me and mother earth and just that moment Mm. in time that you it's priceless absolutely you know so people say oh it's so busy on the gold coast it's like not between four and five at my spot (laughs) (laughs) just not gonna tell you where it is because we don't want anyone to come there (laughs) (laughs) that's so beautiful yeah it's fantastic you've just been so generous with what you shared with everybody Mm. Um, I love how your mum has yeah. encouraged you to share yeah. little specific stories as well as like, yes. you know, so proud of you sharing yeah. you. Oh, it's just you. Um, it's felt. Yeah, really so felt. Mm. Yeah. yeah. Beautiful. Thank lots you of, so lots much. of laugh, but the hearts are just, yeah. you know, feeling so amazing. Yeah. Yeah. And the card that you read out for us at the beginning on the little thing, the time to go. Oh, and actually hiding underneath, stuck tightly to it, is listen. Oh, wow. So, <laughs> wow. Which was another part of your message. So I love how, yeah. how the angels bring that through yeah. for us all. So beautiful. Thank mm. you so much for having me. You ladies are just absolutely beautiful. <laughs> and you. such a light. Yeah. Such yeah. a light. Like, as soon as you walk up the stairs, it's yeah. like, oh, wow. <laughs> it's so beautiful here. And even as I've been looking at the little leaves, you can see all the love hearts. Oh, you see all the love hearts? Yeah. They're so beautiful. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> They're all around us. Yeah, everywhere. Yeah, it's beautiful. We will put all of your info for anyone that's interested in reaching out to Brooke for um, a session, a Reiki session, meditation, all of that. We'll put it at the bottom of the um, the podcast. But thank you so much for sharing your thank you so much. Thank you. Thank you you for listening. And remember, all links to our guest are in the notes. Leave us a comment here or message us on Instagram. How our guest today connected with you or perhaps something you wish to share. A special thank you to the blissful Ksenia Luki for our theme song. Joe and I will be with you next week. Bye. Ciao. She teaches me lessons. And boy does she sing. Her voice sways like a hummingbird, flies like a shooting star. She whispers you were never born so you will never die.